This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Is the besotted pride of West London podcast. We are in Charlton. We are bouncing. It's been eight days. It's been nine points. Would you have seen this two weeks ago? Absolutely not. But we have turned it around. We are happy, happy bees, aren't we? It's it's unbelievable. From from where we were a couple of weeks ago to where we are nine nine points out of nine. Up the bees. We're flying. Uh, Carsley's done, done something special he's got us playing football that we, we know and love and he's got us back to Route 1 and we fucking love it yeah, yeah it's just interesting we went out there I mean the first 15 minutes it wasn't absolutely it wasn't particularly pretty looked like we were a bit nervous and we were caught on the hop a little bit but after 15 minutes we were back in this game weren't we Carsley's got the structure right I think uh, you said it earlier Bill we were talking earlier and he, he's got the structure right no one looks out of place everyone knows what we're going we got on the bounce we've got 9 points out of 9 as I said bring on the Rangers let's get another 3 points there and keep bouncing up let's bring on the Rangers Listen, you've come to this game here, loyal bees here, loyal bees at Wolves, people following the team. Listen, we are critical. We know when they don't do the right things, when they do the wrong things. But what kills me today is that they did the business there today. But if you look online on social media and stuff, there's still people out there that want to criticise them. They think what they're doing is wrong. We went 2-0 up today and people are having a moan. It's really weird. It's almost like they want us to fail. Bill, I, I, I read the beside... Ole! I read the tweets wherever they go around. I, 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 I follow Besotted every single day of my life. And uh, I saw the tweets going around about people being negative and, and saying this and that and, and weren't happy that we that won away at Wolves. What, what are you talking about? I, you know, let's support the team. Let's get behind the boys. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. All day long. Listen, game, I predicted 3-0. We were chatting before this game in a 3-0 and you said that I was absolutely bonkers. No, I didn't say that. I said you're overconfident. Obviously, I was wrong. You were wrong, but bees, bees. First 15 minutes, to be fair, Charlton had us on the rack a little bit. We looked a bit nervous. No, not really. You were very good. Listen, Charlton, man, <laughs> what's gone wrong? I mean, your, your team today, you know, afterwards we scored that first goal. Very good goal as well, first goal. Yeah, very, good, very goal. good goal. In All fact, your goals are good. Three very good goals. All your goals are good. You know, very yeah. organised. I mean, yeah, what, nice football. What's gone on? What, what's Luzon doing that he's... What's he not doing? I don't know. Maybe they, they have no confidence in him, but we've got about four or five players who are just not good enough at the moment. I heard a bit of rumour, actually, from the pub. You said it earlier about a bit of dressing room malarkey since he's lost the dressing Possibly, room. Possibly, yeah, but it's the English players that have not uh, letting him down. It's the captain. Solly's no good at the moment. Nor is uh, uh, the... He's uh, fine, but he's just too old, unfortunately. Um, Cousins is in the wrong position. He's too far back. Uh, forwards were, uh, you know, first division if, if at best. First division, you right? You said that you aren't going to go down, but you've, you've lost against a team who is relegation, which is Preston North End. Came down to your manor and they beat you three 0 no, no, We'll sort it out. Don't worry. That's, that, we got, we'll sort it out. But it was awful today. It's not good enough. Confident for next week? No, not. It'll take a while. You bees. You bees. <laughs>
Oh, Charlton. Listen, we come down to Charlton and every time we come here we think this is going to be a bit of a disaster. But today, it's a different story altogether, wasn't it? It's my first time here. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. On the way, Dad said, oh, we're going to lose 2-0. We just knew it. We're going to end their seven... Seven-game losing streak and everything, but no, they had a shocker and we played amazingly. They had a bit, listen, people start talking about that they had a shocker, but to be fair, in the first 10-15 minutes, they could have gone one or two ahead. They could have. In the first 15 minutes, we had we were playing absolutely terrible. We were really rusty, and we came into our own after that. But like honestly, they should have been two two nil up first 15 minutes. I mean, I'm presuming that you weren't at Wolves and obviously this game today, so you haven't seen the beast for a few weeks. Forget Rotherham. What is the difference between a few weeks and now? I feel like we've. We're kind of playing like we did last season again, like our holding the ball game. Yeah, because, we're giving the ball away. Yeah, we used to be giving the ball away a lot and we got really bad at holding it. But the field is a lot stronger. But we'll, our, our play that we had when we played Warburton is really coming back now with passing it around, playing our way out of trouble as well instead of just hoofing it away. And it just means that we're gaining more possession and we're calmer and got more So control. we're holding on to the ball. But now, can you believe this again? Maybe a lot of people, like I say to you, they watch football on online they watch it on twitter and they watch it on facebook and stuff like that can you believe the amount of people that are moaning at brentford even now we went two nil up and people are having a little bit of a go a little bit of a dig it's almost like they've got they've got this thing in their head that they don't want to happen and brentford because they've won three games in a row now it's it's spoiling their plan Do, do you get this I have no idea what you're No? No, well, again... If, yeah. I think she's honest. <laughs> it's just, it's just weird. People just, like, just people still slagging or having a little dig at the team. They get 2-0 up and they say, mm, well, you know, never. I'm not sure if this is too good. And, you know, we beat Wolves and people saying, oh, well, I could have scored that goal. It's really strange how people have this mentality where, you know, they don't give the team any credit. Look at us. We were down in the dumps three or four weeks ago. Mm. You know, that we've turned it back on our heads, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, we've turned it on our heads, though. But listen, we're going to win the league. But listen, listen, now, yes. looking to next week, it's yeah. a big game. We've got QPR, okay? I think, you know, we are we're, we're like one place from each other. This yeah. is set up nicely for next week, isn't it? We're a lot calmer now. Honestly, if we'd have lost today, we'd have to really try hard next week, and it would have, I don't know, we just would have, it really unsettled. And again, like QPR, such a derby, it. It's not good to have that kind of nervous attitude, but we've got such a good buffer now. We can go into that game nice and calm, nice and confident as well. And come on, you Reds. You Reds. Come on, you Reds. In the house. Congratulations. Last season we came here, we thought we'd beat you, and you absolutely wiped the floor of us, to be quite honest with you. This season, it's kind of tables turned. Um, to be honest, in the first 10 minutes, we, we thought we were going to get a bit of a pasting because you lot were, you were all over us in the first 10 minutes. We looked a bit nervous, didn't we? Yeah, but you could tell after about the first three or four minutes when you missed that glorious chance from about two yards that it was going to be one of those days again. But it's been repetitive now for the last nine weeks since since these injuries and we've just had enough really now. I mean, you've got injuries, but I mean, injuries means that player are going to come back. Is it an injury thing? Is it a manager thing? Is it a tactics thing? I mean, what's going wrong? The ownership. That's what's going on. It's a bigger thing. So it's a Belgian thing. In the last in the last twelve months, we've had three managers, and they've all been foreign managers. We've had two Belgians and a and a Portuguese one. So kind of, and they've all been sacked. So the answer for me is British. And like yourselves, I think you had a foreign manager at the beginning of the season. Realised it wasn't working. 
got rid of him, brought Lee Carsey in, and your fortunes have changed. Okay, I mean, I mean it, it, it's very easy, and some people very easy get dragged into this English versus foreign thing. I mean, you know, you've got the uh, Clement at Derby, who's doing very well at the moment now. I mean, he's, I say he's an English manager, but you get certain managers who come in who, 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 who I think it's more important that they actually know the game and the players that know the game and know how to play the game. And we brought in a manager who actually didn't know the game, and I think you've probably done exactly the same thing. He doesn't know the game, he doesn't know the British game, and he's probably been a bit found out. So, there is a certain foreign element about it, but I think that can be that can be learned by people actually kind of being embedding themselves in the country and actually understanding how to do the business. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand, and I fully agree with everything that you're saying. And I just think we just need to go back to basics. We need to. I think they need to start listening to fans a lot more, and I realise that we need British. I think in this division, it's clear. It's worth for yourselves and it's worth for a lot of other clubs. It's as interesting. Well. You talk about that. We talked to some Charlton fans in the Anchor and Hope pub by the river beforehand, and they kept on saying about listening to the fans, listening to the fans. And it's that there seems to be some sort of thing going on between you and the Belgians where you think that the Belgians are just going off and doing their own thing, and there's no input coming back in, as in the fans don't know anything. Right. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. The, the owner um, has he's, he's got six or seven clubs that he owns not just obviously he's got us he's got one in Spain he recently sold Standard the Age and at Standard the Age he had the same issue he wasn't listening to the fans and as a result they started rioting against him and refusing to turn up and it's exactly the same now we, the, the crowds have dropped um, and the football's just got worse progressively and unless things do change then I, I do think we're going to go down this season unfortunately Beast fans here chuckling Having a laugh. <laughs> this is all good, though, isn't it? As you do, yes. We, yeah, great. Played them off the park today, I thought. In 75 minutes, though? I'd say the first 10 minutes, they had their little go, didn't they? They did have their little go. And then, uh, yeah, I think we played them off the park. For, listen, it's been eight days. We've got nine points. Now, it's, it's amazing. It's almost like you go into that first game with a sort of great... It's like when you've got this hangover, or you've got, you know, you take some tablets in the first game, you've got this grey cloud over your head. And then by midweek, it seems to have gone. You feel a lot better, but... Now, absolutely, it's fantastic. It's like it's like the Limsick has worked really well, hasn't it? I'll say we're we're back to where we was, yeah, or getting closer to where we was. Not 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 quite there yet, but no, no. You know, obviously Lee Carsey's coming. He's 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 only been there a few weeks now, but you can see the change that he's made with this team. Yes, definitely, definitely got got the boys back together, got the spirit back together, and I think we're a team again, which is what we weren't when. uh, when you, you and organisational wise as well, you can see like people like Woods is coming into play. He's doing his he's doing his thing. You get oh. people like it's interesting. Vibe came off the bench and within minutes he scored, scored a good a goal, goal. Scored, scored a good a goal. very good goal as well. Great, Some great people, ball from Judge though. Great, yeah, ball. great ball from Judge as yeah, well. Yeah, he's been yeah. playing very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's interesting again. We talked about this before. People like to put players down. It's not about that. It's a team effort. It's about the whole Com- team complete, and how they can actually complete, add to the yeah, team. Isn't completely, it? Completely. Yes. Yeah. But that's what we was lacking. Yeah. So it's back. We're back together again and we're playing a good bit of football. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think onwards and upwards. To be fair, you bees, you bees. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> bees. I, I just want to interject at this moment in time. I mean, it's, it's funny when you only interject when you actually get it right. But I would like to emphasise the fact that I did actually say three 0 on the car back from Wolverhampton on Wednesday. But but that's just a side issue, Mr. Lane. You you're very delighted with today's performance, aren't you? I'm delighted, mate. But you know, we've been doing these podcasts for probably our fifty second podcast. Maybe you get one right. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, um, it's, it's pretty, pretty good going. It's not, it's not bad, is it? Like, yeah, well, I'm not going to get on the pitch for this one. I will do two minus goals there. Now, get back to the game, to be honest. Um, thoroughly deserved. We, we, you know, it's, I'm sure it's been said. I haven't heard what else has been said so far. But, you know, it was, it was a dodgy 10 minutes to start. We could have been one, could have been two, could have been even three behind if it was a premiership finisher. Yes. But um, he wasn't. Um, and then once we'd settled, there was only really one team in it. And it was just about, you know, about when... when when the goals would come, you know, we've seen the stats beforehand with that chart. If we attack Charlton, then they can see goals, and we did attack, and we did attack, and they did concede. And I, I, I thought the three goals were excellent. The judges obviously a standout. You know, the way he took it and the way he celebrated it. And I don't know if you've seen the. He's uh, Irish as well. He's, he's, he's Republic of Ireland. Yeah, he's continental. So that's continental. And so is so our manager. Um, yeah. But no, no. <laughs> get, get, get back. Get, you know, but getting back to the point. You know, he. he the, 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 the goal celebrations you will see on the Besotted video and that are on Twitter at the moment of judges scoring and the, and the fans going crazy showed you what the goals meant and this is that we are the corner has been turned or we're turning it and we're 17 points now we've eased well away from that grief not to say we don't stop looking over our shoulder because you know but sometimes some seasons it's not about going up or going down some seasons it's just about hanging around and enjoying yourselves and I think today was one of those games that it was great to be where we are we're the second flight of English football we look great and I thoroughly enjoyed it I'm going to mention I mentioned it to a few other people but I'm going to mention it to you because I know it's something that actually grapples with you and really annoys you and it's the side that you know when you've got a team who is obviously pulling itself out from the depths of weather wherever, wherever they are but they actually do something which you look at the team and you think actually they're actually doing something very good they're, they're playing some decent football you can see some difference in the team and some organisation some real passion but then you kind of get fans from your own team who, who just want to just do, do you want me to say it exactly as it is? There's an element of Brentford fans that have been so negative and so toxic about when things were wrong is a blip Things, things were so great last year and things changed and they are desperately, desperately trying to hold on to any semblance of being right and they will, they will take a negative out of a positive just in the hope that somehow that their position will be shown to be the right one. Like, like prime example is the guy who, you know, great performance against Wolves, this guy obviously wasn't there but the one thing he said was that Wolves on the highlights had bit more chances than Brentford and he could have scored both the goals but that Brentford had scored. Some, I mean, some, you know, sometimes it's not about being right or being about or being wrong. Sometimes it's just being about being measured and we've we've been around long enough to know that things aren't things aren't 100% right and things aren't 100% good or 100% bad. Sometimes the things are in the middle and sometimes you just got to look at the the longer term picture and you sometimes you have to edge towards things being being good and everything about our football club is set up to be long-term stable long-term successful and sometimes there is a bit of pain along the way and that's all that we've seen we weren't an awful team we were a team that wasn't as good as last year and that was that was inevitable we weren't always going to be as good as last year because we were we were too good last year probably so you know some fans some fans have got to grow up and there's also an argument as and I've heard some people say that you're on a bounce back from a team who was in the Division 1, that team had pretty much been together for two or three years. They know how to play together. When they started off, they didn't quite know, but they grow into it, and they came out with a bit of momentum, and that momentum carried on into the championship. I, 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 think, I think all the, all the fans that were there today, all the fans that were there at Wolves will know that you know there's, there's a lot of positivity around. There are people, unfortunately, with 
personal agendas that all they want to be seen is to be right. And for them being right, they are hoping Brentford lose. And that's just strange. That's, and that, no, no, it's, it's, it's more than strange. It's pathetic. Well, no, we'll go. Laney, Laney said his word about that. Um, at the end of the day, I'll turn around and say, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone's entitled to, to, to say what they want to do, what they want to do. But at the end of the day, Brentford fans are there together. And at the end of the day, it's about the team actually being more successful. And, you know, maybe you don't think, some people don't think it's the, they're doing the right thing. But to want the team to lose, I just find that really bizarre. Nick? I don't think anybody wants the team to lose, but I don't think anybody... I don't think everybody is necessarily behind the team all of the time, and that's what, as a loyal supporter, that's where you've got to be. You've got to in football. As a football fan, no, no, no. In football, in in football, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And at the start of this season, we had a rough time. At the moment, we're going through a smooth time. There will be ups and downs for the rest. There will be ups and downs for the rest of the season. There's a difference between not being. You say they're not being behind the team, but when a team is doing something that's positive, but you can't acknowledge the positive. That's the difference between, you know, not being beyond the team. There's a, there's a difference between that. So, same example, if somebody puts together 10 brilliant passes, puts the ball up, puts the ball in the back of net, scores a great goal, and then somebody goes, oh, yeah, well, that's easy because that team was at the bottom of the league. It's kind of like, well, hold on a second here. It's almost like you try and find a negative for every positive. Don't you think that's strange? Yes, I do, because as I say, as a true football fan, you, you take the rough with the smooth. And sometimes we'll be, we'll be riding on the crest of the wave, as we have been doing this week, you know, Nine points, two away wins. What more could you ask for as a football fan? But you know, next week we could lose to Rangers, and we could, but and we could be in the depths of despair come this time on next Friday night. But we won't be, you know, because being a football fan means supporting your team through thick and thin. Let's just stick with it and see where we end up in the middle of the season. Bees today. You're, you're, you're happy with this performance. I mean, I know you weren't there midweek, but you were there um, last week against Rotherham. No, I wasn't. And uh, you weren't there again. No, so you haven't. You, so you haven't. I, uh, this so you, is the first. This, this is the first bright spot I've seen in a, in which a while. Which is quite good. So you yeah. would have seen a big change into the, massive to, to what you've seen before. Massive change. So, massive change. So you, change. with your with your your eyes, your untainted eyes, tell us Fresh. what you've seen. Uh, they just looked more confident, really, and that's really it. They they looked more confident, looked happier playing. They looked like they had played together before. They looked like they knew each other. They knew what they were doing. They looked organised. It was just generally a lot better. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't always good football. A lot of it was functional football, but at times it was, and it was a lot of bright spots. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy about it. Ryan Woods again. You've seen him. He's coming. He's coming to the game a lot more as well, hasn't he? It looked much better than the last time I saw him play, which is probably against Birmingham or. Yeah, and this is the other thing as well. It's like you know, players are coming. A lot of people are slanging these players off, saying they're not good enough. But to be fair, they've been in the side with no training at the beginning of the season, no tactics, no nothing, and they just started to come into their own. It took some of our players half a season or a season, Bidwell, for sure before they actually sort decent. So it does make me laugh when people start sort of kind of writing people off after 9, 10, 11 games. Yeah, we've seen it before. You don't need the best players to win games or to get promoted or to do anything, really. You really don't. You just need good players that know how to play with each other and happy. And V Bay came on today and scored a... And scored within a few minutes. Brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. 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 Judgey's goal. Judge's goals. Uh, judge all in. His performance was absolutely fantastic today. He was brilliant. Nicely set up for Saturday. Keep me up. Friday and yeah. Friday. Friday. Keep me up. I think a lot of people are going to be in the pubs uh, very early from about lunchtime that day, aren't they? Very, very early. Very, very early. It's going to be wicked.
So yeah, calm down now. We've got off the train. It's all wet. We saw the Finnish <laughs> Finnish Charlton fans there, which is quite bizarre on the train. Now we're back in the pub in Waterloo, and uh, we've had a little bit of time to think, a little bit of time to discuss, and we're still very impressed with what happened today, aren't we? Absolutely. I was there last year, and uh, that was our worst game of the season last year. We were awful. I spent the second half out of the, out of the way there this cer- year. There were we circumstances good. for that, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, today, first 15, we were not particularly good. But I think we dominated after that. I mean, we dominated after that. And, and, and there's, there's a change, you know, I keep coming up to certain people who haven't seen us play the last couple of weeks, the last couple of games at that wall. So, have you noticed an improvement? Yeah, positive. I think positively. I think, I think we. Are, I actually had that feeling like last season today. That feeling we was getting a good feeling. Good, good feeling. I, I know. I haven't had that yet this year. Some people may argue the fact they say that Charlton aren't any good. All right? No, there's a, it's a fair enough argument. So we came there and we did probably what we had to do against a not very good side. Three game, three games ago, we were below them, weren't we? That, that, that is a yeah, very good yeah. point. That's a very good point. So we weren't very good. So free, you know, that winning mentality. Hopefully, we got that back in now, ready for Friday. So, um, but positively, I thought we were good. The fans all came together. Great atmosphere and a really good display. Actually. And players out there, you know, any players that you you you, you, you had a little note who you just thought, hold on a second, they've actually done really well today. McCormack, I thought McCormack's been excellent. Every game I think I've seen him in really this season, I think he's been really really good. Judge, he's just different class at the moment. Struggle to keep hold of him. January, maybe. Well, we might too. Well, maybe this maybe. might be a, this might be a situation where we might have to put our foot down for once and say say no because you know we need to keep the the structure of the side that is there at the moment now. And any negatives? I'm not not trying to be negative. I'm just saying because obviously we need to be balanced there as well. First 15 minutes, we were letting them through. We were giving the ball away too easy. And in all honesty, they should have been one, at least one, maybe two up, shouldn't they, the first 15 minutes? That, 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 if that guy got in uh, that early on, if he got that on target, it was a goal. To scoop it wide from there was just crazy. So, just looking forward to Friday now. Nicely set up for the West London derby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the Pride of West London podcast. And... Uh, Last season we obviously knew who was the pride of West London. The bees took that mantle. Yeah. Friday, this will be the first test for us to see who will be the pride of West London. I mean, I heard Chelsea didn't do too well today, so they don't even figure. So, uh, <laughs> but listen, Friday, it's set up quite nice, isn't it? It has, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, uh, still going to be a really tough game, though. A lot of people are, are thinking with it, you know, it's a football match, it's three points. You know, and all honesty, of course we want to go and win. And I actually think we will go and win at home, but um, I know it's three points. It's a football match. We just got to go and give a good display and keep this going. The momentum we got at the moment, we have got to keep that well, going. Keep the organisation. Keep what oh, we're yeah. doing now. And we've got a good chance. This we, is, if we play like we did today, I think we're we're giving a really good game, and I actually think we will win. Okay. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. You can catch us on prideofwest.london on the web. Easy, just go there, you find all our podcasts, besotted.co.uk. You can find all our bits and pieces on there. We write about stuff. You'll see the video on Besotted 1992 YouTube from today. Charlton fans, we've got Finnish Charlton fans, we've got London Charlton fans, we've got all sorts of idiots there, and ourselves, the Brentford fans as well. But we are delighted. Nine points in eight days. You can't say better than that. You can only think positive. You can think that something positive has happened and we're going into the QPR game on and up. And all we can say is... Come on, you bees! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.